heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. Right now, we're closing down the holidays, and we're coming down from the excitement of our Hanukkah special, Eight Nights of Murder, which was run in Deadlands Noir. If you haven't gotten a chance to finish that, I recommend going back and listening to it. The whole thing is available in our archives on iTunes and on the Peaches and Hot Sauce website. Playing in Deadlands Noir was super fun. It was a great way to flex my narrative role-playing muscles. And unraveling the mystery that Kat laid out for us was an interesting intellectual challenge. In other words, our Deadlands episode was a serious piece of gaming. After doing that, I wanted to dive into a light, freeform adventure. Which brought me right back to the folks at Sandor at the Zoo. Now, if Sandor at the Zoo doesn't ring any bells, it should. They're the people who created the system that I believe everybody loved to hear us play, Everyone is John. They're responsible for other simple pieces of brilliance, and one of them is All Out of Bubblegum, another rules-light, humor-based role-playing system. All Out of Bubblegum is simple. Every player starts out with eight pieces of bubblegum. Bubblegum is a resource similar to mana. It allows players to do mundane things. If you want to tie your shoes, you need to roll under your amount of bubblegum. And if you fail a roll, you lose a piece of bubblegum. Which begs the question, what happens when a player's all out of bubblegum? I think we all know in our hearts that the only thing you can possibly do when you're all out of bubblegum is kick ass. If you want to do something that is decidedly not mundane, like diving sideways while shooting double Uzis, you need to roll over your current amount of bubblegum. If at any point you want to auto-succeed one of your rolls, all you need to do is surrender a piece of bubblegum voluntarily. Now because every single mundane action requires a roll which is possible to fail, eventually players will be without bubblegum, which means the only way they'll be able to solve their problems later on in the game is by kicking ass. As you can imagine, things in this game get out of hand quickly to spectacular results. Because the rules of this system are so simple, I was able to play it with people who almost never roleplay, and I had a ton of fun doing it. But before we get to the show, I want to remind everyone that One Shot is a growing show, and we could use your support. If you like the show, please, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating. The more five-star ratings we get, the easier it is for people to find the show. And if you have friends who like podcasts or who like role-playing, pass us along to them. If you think you promoted the show in a particularly awesome way, email me at jamesdomatoismagic at gmail.com and I'll thank you on air. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. We are all right, everyone, welcome back to One Shot. I am. This is unnecessary for me to say this. I already gave the introduction earlier in the show, but I would like to introduce you to my guests. Uh, with me this week is my own beloved little sister, Faith D'Amato. Faith, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jamesy. Uh, how was your Christmas this My year? Christmas was better than everyone else's Christmas. Um, I have the best brother in the world, and he got me a first edition of Franny and Zoe, which if you haven't read it, you should kill yourself. Uh, well, take that, uncultured people. Uh, <laughs> you're basically human garbage. Uh, moving on, uh, let's... <laughs> Let's meet one of my friends. Uh, I'll point out that I am back home. I'm not recording from One Shot Studio. So uh, right now I'm playing with a bunch of people who have never 
either never played games before or only played once or twice when I forced them to. Or hate games. We all had really really deprived childhoods. We never played anything. You hate fun. We were just locked in closets. I do hate fun. Uh, But let's let's meet Lynette. Lynette, say hello to the world. Hello, world. As it's everyone on the entire planet (laughs) that listens to this show. No pressure at all. Um, Lynette, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was fantastic. I got a slew of musical instruments from my parents, which I don't know how to play. How many constitutes a slew? Uh, One, four? Four is, yeah, okay. Including, Including a used auto harp, which I'm sure I'll have to force some of my more technologically advanced man friends to fix. <laughs> um, and a ukulele. Oh my gosh, that's my that's favorite. Awesome. I'm excited a for that. A slew A slew All right, and let's let's move on to my good friend, uh, who's actually done a little bit of art for the show before. Uh, you'll recognize his poster from In the Cobra's Shadow. Uh, welcome, David Giratana. Hi. David, how was your Christmas? It was good. How was yours? All right. Uh, don't turn the questions around on me. I'm the host. <laughs> that's woefully We haven't heard from you. It's not <laughs> fair. They hear enough from him. They yeah, hear him every What week. did you get? <laughs> I, got, uh, I, I got a beautiful piece of artwork that if you're Facebook friends with me, you've seen my picture of it. It's by Dustin Nguyen, and it was for my loving sister. Um, nice. But let's let's get down to it. This week we are playing a game that was created by the insane people who created Everyone is John. If you guys haven't heard that podcast yet, please go back in our archives. It is bananas. Uh, but this one is called All Out of Bubblegum. Um, <laughs> and it's a fairly simple game that takes place in a wacky reality. Um, so we join you guys as you are... Uh, it, the Denver International Airport. You're all pulling up in separate cabs. You have a very important flight that you need to get to. Um, each of you for your own personal reasons, which I believe we'll discover as the podcast goes on. You, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> your, your cab driver helps you out of the cab. Uh, he gives you your bags. You tip him and he rides off into the sunset. Uh, what is the first thing that you do? I'd like to go check in my bags. All right. Uh, so you go to, are you going to go to the interior or the exterior check-in desk? Interior. All right. Uh, so you walk into the airport um, and there is a long line of people um, at the interior desk. You see some of the uh, kiosk screens are up for you to do it electronically. Fewer people are using those. I have a lot of time to kill. At least I assume I do. All right. You, the you, flight's important, but... Who knows how much time is left. So I'm just going to go in the line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> An important flight. Jeez. Obviously obviously not a man with a lot of aspirations. <laughs> Someone who's clearly been beaten down by life in the world. Uh, David David heads to the line. Uh, what, what, about, what about you, Lynette? Well, let me see. I'm out of the taxi cab right now. You just got out of the cab. You've paid him. He's, he's ridden off. I uh, call his employer because he was very rude to me on the drive over. All right. Um, and this <laughs> will require you to do a very mundane thing, which is remember the number to the taxi dispatch. So all you have to do is roll your D10. And if you get under your current number of bubblegum, you will succeed. Zero. That's a 10, which means oh. you fail. Damn. <laughs> Wait. Don't, oh. 
When that you lose a piece of bubblegum, surrender your bubblegum to me. <laughs> so the uh, taxi driver is rude to me, and I'm so, the one who loses bubblegum. So gum. yeah, he's he's rude to you, and it's just caused you to be so angry. You can't you can't remember the numbers. It's all muddled, and you look around. There are not even any similar brands of the cab, and even if there were, you don't remember his taxi number anymore. He's going to go unpunished, and that has made you furious. How dare he, Faith? How about you? Um, I am going to go just straight to security because I was smart and printed my boarding pass at home. Oh, very clever. Um, so you're, you're going through security, uh, when you see that there's like a big rush of people, uh, that, that are going in and they're moving incredibly slowly. Uh, you just have a carry on bag, so you can easily maneuver around them if you can find a gap. Are you going to maneuver to find the gap, or are you just going to risk it and walk behind these slow people? I am absolutely going to maneuver. All right. For that, I'm going to need a roll. Four. Four. Perfect. You easily manage to snake your way between a couple excuse me's, a couple sorry's, a hard elbow to the fat person who... Quote, unquote, accidentally. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, But you've managed to make it. uh, you're, You're at the back of the line now. It is a long line. It is just the end of the holiday season. Everybody is returning home. Uh, and we cut back to David. David, you are now halfway through the line and boredom has begun to set in. I read the back of the shirt of the person in front of me. <laughs> this is a little bit difficult type. Uh, it's it's really slanty and it's got one of those fake weathered looks. Is it English? Uh, yeah, it's absolutely English, and you know that there's going to be a morsel of hilariousness if you can make it to the end of this, uh, but first you have to get through that type, and to do that, you're going to have to make a mundane roll. Two. And you manage it. Um, it, it, uh, it's, it's an advertisement, uh, for, for Coca-Cola, but they've spelled, uh, Coke with K's. Wacky. <laughs> Very wacky. <laughs> I think I have too many. How many pieces of bubble gum are we supposed to start with? You're supposed to start with eight, Faith. <laughs> you cheating. <laughs> Surrender your bubble gum to me. You brazen hussy. All right. <laughs> Looking at like, why do your piles look smaller than mine? All right. So, Lynette, you are still outside of. You haven't even entered the airport. You're out there I swearing have- to yourself. <laughs> your your fists are clenched. Uh, you're you're. This your has not been my are day. Popping. Yeah, this is definitely <laughs> not your day. What do you do now? I begrudgingly go into the airport, and unlike David, I go to the kiosk and right. print out my boarding pass. It's uh, simple enough. All you have to do is type in your confirmation number. Of course I do. <laughs> and it will be easy for you to print out your boarding pass. Okay. So, making so a I mundane do. roll? Yes. Five! Yay! Five. Perfect. Take that, taxi that, driver. That is under your mundane... Yeah, yeah, you're starting to calm down a little bit. Yes. Uh, the boarding pass prints out, and you speed past David. David, you are now one person away uh, from getting to the front of that line. However, it appears that there all three people are... All three employees are dealing with difficult customers. Each customer is has started an argument. Um, and there's one manager who is having to go between each person and resolve these individual issues. And you realize 
this line isn't going to move anywhere until somebody does something. Well, I'm going to pick up my bags and throw them across the counter <laughs> directly into that little conveyor belt area like so that it just gets on the plane. And when we get there, I'll just try and beat them to the cargo area and search for my bags there. Well, that sounds to me like a kick-ass thing. All right. <laughs> now, at this point in time, you have a 2 in 10 chance of succeeding. Yes, I do. So you can either, but you do have the option of giving up one of your pieces of bubblegum to automatically succeed. Take it. <laughs> I want this to work. As all of the people uh, who are arguing online, it, it's just, it's gotten to a tizzy. Security is being called over. The line isn't moving anywhere. Um, as these unruly customers are getting more and more upset about things. Um, and you hurl your bag gracefully over. It lands on top of another softer bag with a fragile, uh, printed on the side. You hear a satisfying smash <laughs> as your bag rolls onto the conveyor belt and goes to your destination while you take off for the security line. Excellent. <laughs> Well done. Well played. His bag is going to show up at his destination without a ticket? Like a... I suddenly got very impatient there. <laughs> <laughs> You're all thinking, I have time. <laughs> yeah. like, I can win. I'll so take it slow. <laughs> Think the, the security line is moving, but it's moving at a snail's pace. Um... You you look over and you see that uh, the employees, the pilots, uh, the flight attendants, um, and anybody else that needs to get through security in a hurry has their own special line. And there are people who are in first class who have preferential boarding. It's maddening. What do you do? I um, lure one of the flight attendants into the bathroom and steal her uniform. <laughs> <laughs> so I do can go the preferential line. What okay, are you okay. So in order to do this first, you're going to need to make a mundane roll, which is just seducing the flight attendant. Sure. Three. Three. Oh, excellent. So you absolutely succeed. Um, I- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. What? What do you need? <laughs> oh, um. I, 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 uh, left something in the bathroom and I just need help looking for it in the back of my earring. They were my grandmother's earrings. They're very oh no, your grandmother's earrings? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Sugar, I lost some of my grandmother's earrings a long time back and she was right mad with me, so I'll help you out. Alright, so you've managed to get this flight attendant to follow you into the bathroom. Uh, now this is an airport bathroom. This is by no means a secluded area. This is incredibly open and public and there are so many people milling about. Uh, the flight attendant is like, excuse me y'all, uh, if y'all could just watch out where you're stepping. We've got an earring on the ground. If you saw it, please bring it right to us. We're trying to help this little girl here find her earrings. Um, and she starts, she starts going around. Um, and I, I then tell her that I, I was in the stall way far in the corner, the handicap stall. Cause it's a little bit more secluded area of the bathroom. Oh, of course, of course. Um, and you take her, you, you, you she, she walks down there, you know, she sort of waddles down there because <laughs> the uniform that she's in is like atrocious. And, <laughs> And, like, part of the uniform is that she has to wear high heels, which is absurd, because she's basically on her feet all day. 
that, that thought can't help but strike you uh, as as she waddles her way down to the final stall. Um, and she's there in front of the open stall. What are you going to do? There's other people in the back. Um, I uh, follow her into the stall and close the door. She's she's not even noticing you. She's just uh like like humming to herself. Pick a different song. <laughs> um Sorry, I, what? I now at this point have absolutely zero reservations in beating this person because she's infuriating. Alright, so that is going to that's going to take a role for a kick-ass thing. Now, like I said, this is a two in ten chance that you have of succeeding on this kick-ass roll. Okay. You can, however, surrender one of your pieces of bubblegum. And so, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. All right. And with that, uh, you immediately uh, grab her by the ponytail. You slam her head into the handicap bar. Then you uh, put her head on the porcelain seat and slam it down on top. Um, at which point she has been rendered completely unconscious. <laughs> um, uh, right before she passes out, she's like, can I help? you. <laughs> like a cyborg. <laughs> like, like a cyborg. She might have been a cyborg. We'll never know. Uh, she's unconscious. Uh, now now it's going to take a mundane action. You're going to have to undress her and dress up yourself. Okay. Four. Yay! Perfect. And it turns out that this, this uh, flight attendant had dark hair like you and if you uh, do a little bit of that movie magic that you know, you're going to be able to pass for with her ID. So you gather up your things and you're headed off to the employee line. Huzzah! <laughs> All right. Now I need to think of who we're returning to. Let's see. David is headed towards the line. Lynette, where were you? I... I got my boarding pass. I'm heading towards security. Okay, that's right. You're, you're headed towards security. Um... And you you come up you come up with a very similar issue. The line is very long. It's now stretching far beyond the the ropes that they've set up. This is a massive airport, and the the thought of uh, getting through this line late is playing heavily at the back of your mind. What do you do? What do I do? Well, my day has already been pretty terrible. My my taxi, taxi was an driver. asshole. <laughs> Security line is long. I just really don't have the patience for it today. So I decide to call in a few friends. You call in some friends? I call in some friends. Some uh, friends in high places that may be able to dispel the people in this long line. Like Al-Qaeda? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm an American man. <laughs> no. Um, let's say perhaps the Central Intelligence Agency. Okay, so yeah, you you phone up uh, your friend at the CIA uh, to in order to call this person. It's going to take a mundane role. As you Even have making to, these phone calls, yeah. <laughs> you have to locate their number in your phone and make the call before it runs out of batteries. That's right, your phone is dying. Well, damn it! <laughs> so you got one shot at this. Okay. Yeah. Six, nine, damn it! Nine. Unfortunately, you pulled up the call, calling CIA, buddy. Um, so not only am I a whiner, I'm just the most incompetent whiner I've ever encountered. Well, you, you pull it up and like you you find your friend's number and you start calling and making an outgoing call just takes up so much battery power and they go hello, and the phone is dead. 
CIA. <laughs> Central Intelligence Agency. How can I help you? <laughs> Who do you need assassinated today? Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, you're, it looks like your CIA buddy didn't pan out, and no. you're just stuck waiting on this line. Uh, let's cut over to David. David, you are uh, making your way towards the security line now. Uh, very similar uh, in the main atrium of DIA. It is just a hugely long line. Um, there are so many people. You already wasted so much time getting through security or getting through baggage check just to just to have to throw your bags onto the conveyor belt. How are you going to handle this situation? I'm really hungry. I, I think I'm going to go to Cinnabon. <laughs> um, That's just what your brain needs. Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're thinking through it and be like, oh, I just I don't even have the energy to go through that line. <laughs> energy! That's it. I'll go get energy at the Cinnabon. My thoughts exactly. Uh, so to do this, you're going to have to make your way over to the Cinnabon. Um, and for that, you're going to have to recall what the layout of DIA is. So you know where the Cinnabon is. Okay. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> it was a failure. You, you, you do remember where Cinnabon is, but you remember, in fact, that Cinnabon is past security. So now the only way to get to your precious flight and your precious Cinnabons is going to be moving through that massive security line. Um, and you make your way behind uh, Lynette, who is the last person on the line. Meanwhile, uh, Faithy goes to, uh, she just speeds her way up to the front of the line. Um, and she comes to the employee who has to check her ID and, uh, check her, um, I guess, uh, I guess nothing. She just has to check the ID, right? Because you're an employee. Um, so I will need you, uh, so she goes, oh, hi, Grizel. Oh, hi, honey. Now make your acting role. This is a mundane role for you as you're an actress and this should be easy for you. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, she uh, she makes some small talk with you, and you're just mostly smiling and nodding, um, and you make it through the line without much hassle, and you're on your way to the trains. All right. We are now, uh, I'm going to say a little bit of time passes. You're about, you know, a quarter of the way through the line. It is long. Uh, you are stepping up as close as possible to the person immediately in front of you, hoping to make the line go faster somehow, even though that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Um, is there anything either of you do? Yes. I suddenly become an anime character and start <laughs> hopping on the heads of everyone, mm-hmm. you know, jumping towards the front of the line. Yeah. And I have a sword now. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. And I am debating, I'm still hopping over everyone's head, debating whether or not I want to slash the security machine. Yeah, the, so what, what happens is you, uh, you, you notice one of the people, like, uh, next to you on the line, so on the other side of the ropes that they divide people with, has one of those umbrellas with, like, a, a katana handle. And you grab that, and all of a sudden you are in the role of some horrific anime hero. Um, and you'll need to make your role for this kick-ass thing that you're about to do. All right, so you'll need to make your role. This will be for a kick-ass maneuver. 
And he eight. rolls for it. Yeah. And eight. Yes, absolutely. So you then, uh, you, you have no carry-on bags. You steal this guy's umbrella. He's like, hey, that's my umbrella. <laughs> and then you jump uh, a full human body length into the air and step on his head. Hey, that's my face! <laughs> and then you start running across people's faces. Um, you can see... Uh, across the sea of humanity in front of you that is the security line, uh, the security guards who are not paid enough to deal with any sort of actual emergency are sort of uh, like a few of them have started to notice you and are completely awestruck. Uh, one guy sort of like you can't you can't hear what he's saying, but he says something into his radio as you approach the front of the line as you have gracefully run across the heads of everyone in front of you without any issues whatsoever. Uh, Lynette, this is something of a boon for you as David's sudden outburst has frightened many of the people out of the line. Uh, <laughs> it is now much shorter. Excellent. Um, so you walk, you, you walk up and at the head of the line, uh, unfortunately, many people have also abandoned their suitcases, uh, right in front of you. So in order not to trip and walk like a normal human, <laughs> you're going to have to make a mundane roll. I'm going to have to make a mundane roll. Okay. One! Perfect. Huh. Uh, the, that's like, uh, it's basically a critical success in this game, uh, for mundane at least. <laughs> right. Uh, so you easily breeze past the debris, carefully stepping around it. Like a normal human. Of course. <laughs> and that brings us back to Faithy, who is now waiting for the concourse trains in DIA. Um... There is a large crowd gathered outside of one of the trains. You hear something of a commotion up the escalators. You don't pay much attention to it. Uh, you smile. You adjust your flight attendant's hat. Um, you, for, for a brief moment, some sensible part of your memory <laughs> says, how are they going to know we're not a flight attendant on the flight? <laughs> and you, uh, the, the doors to the trains open in front of you. Um, and in order to mind the gap and not, uh, have your, your newly minted high heels get stuck, you're going to have to make a mundane roll. Sure. Nine. Unfortunately not. Your high heel is now stuck. Stuck in the gap between the concourse train and the platform. You are trapped. Um, you try to pull your, your foot out of the heel, but it is firmly jammed in there. What do you do? Um, crap. I, um, fuck. Um, I, I... Can I take my foot out of the shoe? Did you just say I tried to do that? Uh, I didn't say you tried to. I, saw, I said you tried to take the shoe out I just of, take off the shoes. All right. To take off <laughs> shoes, it's going to take another mundane roll, as I can't think of anything more mundane than that. Four! Yes. All right. You remove the shoes, um, and miraculously, the door closes on the shoe, um, and it rips the shoe out of the, like, the gap. It doesn't stop. The door is closing. Um, so with that, you believe the train is able is going to be able to continue on its way. Uh, let's cut up to David, who I believe is going to be experiencing some problems. Um, you have jumped to the front of the line. There is now a small and uncertain gathering of security personnel in front of you. 
Okay. Well, I do have a sword. Uh, <laughs> umbrella. <laughs> sword umbrella. It's a sword in my mind. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, it's a sword. Is it Let's a see. Hmm. Now, I sir, think... please, please, let's all just calm down. I'm sure everybody wants to get their destination today. So, uh, why don't you... You are my nemesis! Ha-ha! <laughs> and then I attack him with the umbrella. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, this is going to be a badass roll. So, or kick-ass roll. Six. Six. Which equals... I, I'm, I'm going to say uh, ties, ties go to... Ties go to the player. Okay. So um, you easily uh, ready your sword and then stick it straight through his <laughs> chest. Um, and as if that weren't gruesome or graphic enough, you open up the umbrella and explode his body into many, many pieces. That's how that would work. How That's would how that would work. And then the airport. Now I also have down. circular glasses, and I put them on with one finger. Yes, uh, you put them on with one finger, and blood rains down, uh, and it gets on everything but your circular glasses, which glow in the in the light of of the fluorescent airport lighting. Um, DIA has and what, natural what, lighting. <laughs> Is that really natural? Well, Although it's like the security line. In some areas. Yeah, and then the security line, because you're right under the big tenty thing at that point. Yeah, but is it day? I never established that it was day. I'm saying you're it's day. You're making a lot of assumptions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, yes, blood is raining down, and what do you say? As you, you've just felled your enemy. Ew. <laughs> this is disgusting. Uh, Why did I do this? Uh, you, you say you say that, uh, um, but of course, because you just made your kick-ass roll, it comes out... Ew. <laughs> this is disgusting. Why did I do this? Um, and the, the other security officials are completely stunned. Their mouths agape. Um, Lynette, you have made your way to the front of this line. Fantastic. You've seen a magnificent explosion of gore in front of you as uh, the person who, wa- who was stamping tickets in the end of the line is just... Looking on horrified at what has just happened, uh, you might be able to stamp your own ticket if you can make a mundane roll. <laughs> I can make a mundane roll. <laughs> Maybe. Yes, I can! All Great. right! That is absolutely so mundane, so easy to stamp your ticket, and you scurry on uh, through the metal detectors and down the escalators. I better start doing something crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So, David, you are now... Now now one of their employees uh, slowly draws a gun and levels it at you. He's looking absolutely terrified, like he doesn't want to do this at all. Um... Uh, get get on the ground. Get on the ground, sir. You're under arrest. Oh. <laughs> Darren? Darren, it's me. Don't you remember me? Now, you are covered in gore. Um, <laughs> so in order for your friend Darren to recognize you, you're going to need to show some of that Giratana charm that you are famous for. <laughs> Laughs so, Laps the ex-girlfriend. In order to do that... You're going to need to make your mundane roll. One. Oh, the charm is on, baby. And it is blazing. Um, 
David? Yeah, Darren. It's been so long. Man. It's been way too long. Why? Why did you never call me? Uh, I, I actually had... lost your number. No way. I tried to reach you by email, but I never could. For some reason, you didn't respond. Yeah, and you're not on Facebook. I, I tried to look you up on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Where, where are you going, man? Oh, I'm headed off to... Uh, I actually don't remember. I've sort of been <laughs> distracted by this whole uh, thing. Yeah, why did you take that guy's life? Uh, he was the man who killed my teacher. Oh, good God! <laughs> yes. All right. Well, you know what? You look like you've got to be in somewhere in a hurry. I understand. All right. Then you'll take you care of these other guys for absolutely. me, right? Uh, just uh, give me, give me, give me your new number. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I take I'll out my you. cell phone and right, exchange uh, numbers with him. Okay, so you exchange numbers. Great. And he's like, uh, I'll lead you to. You know, uh, you don't need to bother with this train. I'll lead you to the secret tunnels. Oh, awesome! Thanks. Yeah. The secret tunnels underneath DIA secret that actually tunnels. exist. I want to go. I'm waiting in the security line, and there are secret tunnels. Well, you don't know Darren. Yeah, I know Darren. <laughs> Darren is my guy. Fuck Darren, man. Um, so as uh, like police start swarming in, Darren, your buddy, who really seems to like you a lot, uh, ushers you down to the to to an elevator. Um, and he peels back the panel and presses a button that looks like the head of a lizard, and you guys descend down deep into the depths of DIA. Um, just as Lynette, uh, you uh, see some—you see someone at the end of like this line of people waiting for the train, struggling with with uh, her shoe in a crack between the platform and the train itself. Uh, and you, uh, lo- looking at her, you're like, what a stupid jackass. <laughs> that would never happen to me. Now you need to make a mundane roll in order to step onto the train without having your shoelaces get somehow jammed <laughs> in some <laughs> sort of thing. Assuming I can roll. You can roll properly. that, yeah. Two! Two, perfect. You easily use your feet... Bringing them up and down and step onto the train without much of an issue. Who could screw that up? (laughs) And the train is off, and you are both on the train. Uh, And suddenly, as you are passing those uh, little windmill propeller things uh, that are in those tunnels. I love those. Me too. um, And the displays of the pickaxe moving up and down. uh, The train stops. And the tunnel goes dark. Uh, and mm. red emergency lights come on, and over the loudspeakers here. <laughs> Sorry, passengers. It appears that we're experiencing a power outage. <laughs> emergency power will not be able to move the train. Fuck. Um, I pry open the doors with my hands and just walk right down the tunnel to to the other well, concourse. That seems pretty kick-ass. It is pretty kick-ass. Fuck. Um, I don't know if I want to risk it. 60% chance of failure. 40% chance of success. And she goes for the automatic success. Not a lot of guts in this group. This, <laughs> this game is going to get huh? insane... <laughs> 
It hasn't already. We've killed a man with an umbrella. I've killed a man <laughs> with an umbrella. <laughs> You're perfectly fine. You got your shoes stuck. Well, I'm I fine. beat a woman for no reason because I didn't want to wait in line. She was asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just making all these pointless phone calls and they're all coming to <laughs> not. None of them work. <laughs> okay, so... What's the use of knowing the CIA if they don't have some kind of... Yeah, you should Wait, be able to whisper me. into like a fern or something. Exactly. So you, uh, you, you get mad, Faith. Um, you slam your hands into the doors. You rip them open with a with a mighty yell. <laughs> and all of the passengers are looking at you, stunned. What did you do? Why did you do that, what, Miss? Why did you do that? Because the doors were stuck. All right, everyone, let's follow her to our flights! And you lead the way down the hall. Meanwhile, at the other end of the train, uh, the same situation has happened to you, Lynette. God Um, damn it. So it's dark. Uh, You're at the front of the train, actually. uh, So you you can see uh, down the tunnel, you know, it's tantalizing. It's, It's right there. It's so close. Your flight. Your oh-so-important flight. What do you do? I decide that despite all the rats that must exist in this subway corridor... So many rats. That I am going (laughs) to... So large. I'm going to brave the darkness. Brave the darkness. How do you get out of the train car? I seduce a large 300-pound man to open the door for me. (laughs) And there is a 300-pound man there, and it's 300 pounds of pure muscle. This is no ordinary man. You notice now, this is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Holy crap. (laughs) Dwayne the Rock Johnson stands before you. Uh, He is, uh, he looks upset. Uh, He's he's in a suit. Um, He has a bag that looks hilariously tiny compared to his massive, (laughs) meaty arms. Um... Roll, roll your, um, now since this is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I'm going to rule that this is a kick-ass check. Of course. It would be kick-ass to, to convince Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah, to do to anything. Yeah, to seduce the Scorpion King. Yeah. I think that's... The Scorpion King. Uh, he battled Triple H. It's probably nigh... not the movie he wants to be known for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, go for it. Ten. Ten. Perfect. That's incredibly badass. <laughs> so what? What do you say to him, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? He's uh, got one, one uh, headphone in his ear, listening to a podcast, probably. Probably, of course. Probably the Overshare, right? <laughs> oh yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, huge fan of the Overshare. Can't get enough. Mr. Johnson, I just wanted to oh, take oh. a moment to tell you what a big fan I am. Oh, really. thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, not, not a lot of people recognize me because I'm even more buff than usual <laughs> well, for I... my upcoming film, Hercules. <laughs> I think I've seen all of your movies at least twice. You're you're just so handsome. Nobody's ever spoken to me like that before. <laughs> really? Nonsense. I'm sure you're beating off all the women with a stick. No. It's lonely being the rock. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? It's loneliness! (laughs) I am so sorry. I never never knew being just a simple little piano teacher and... Piano? Knowing not much about the world. I love piano. Do you? Well, where are you headed? I'm headed back to Miami to 
go to my magnificent mansion that I've filled with pianos that never play because I'm waiting for the person who can play them. Well, I'll tell you what. If you, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, can open the doors... That is my preferred name. (laughs) Then we will be able to escape from this train. And And with a mighty yell... (laughs) Dwayne the Rock Johnson (laughs) rips open the doors and scoops you up into his arms and starts barreling down the hallway with no fear of rats, for he has something new in his heart. It's love. (sighs) Meanwhile, we rejoin with David, who is now descending farther, uh, so far down into the earth, uh, you you feel your ears pop just a little bit as pressure changes. Um, this elevator uh, and uh, this elevator ride is very long, and Darren is prattling on about something. Hey, Darren, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I I just wanted to know: uh, is there any chance that this elevator is actually going to help me with the getting on a plane? Oh issue? no! Yeah, we're definitely going to get you on that plane on time. Don't you worry. Uh, Excellent. Here, uh, you're gonna want to wear this. Uh, he hands you he hands you a uh, robe with a hood on it. I put it on without <laughs> asking any questions. All right. Now to put on this robe with a hood, it's a pretty mundane activity, and it calls for a roll. Four, four. You fail to put on the robe with the hood. Pretty no, spectacular. He, no, he. Oh yeah. You, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, I was thinking of the other way around. Yeah. You. You put. Scratch that. You put on the robe with a magnificent grace. Uh, it fits you perfectly. It feels so comfortable. Now, be sure to keep your head covered. The reptoids get really uppity if they notice a human's down here. Yeah, Darren, I was I was meaning to ask, why why are there snake carvings all over this elevator? Uh, well, that's because uh, this airport uh, was, you know, built by the Illuminati. All right, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured. Um, and we have a race of reptoids living beneath it in subterranean tunnels that we've convinced people to build but had no actual purpose other than to house the reptoids. And I'm responsible for feeding them on Tuesdays. Hey, Darren. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to apologize for that thing I did, you know, way back. David, thank you so much. I, I yeah. thought you forgot about it, honestly. I no. thought you forgot about me, our friendship, what it meant to you. No, it's deeply important to me. I was just <laughs> devastated to lose contact with you. I. This has been such a great day. Here, take this reptoid urine. I want you to thank just you. put it on the robe. Otherwise, they're going to be able to smell you. And they'll just, they'll just eat you alive. <laughs> If you don't rub it on, so just... Thank you, Darren. Are they in love? Where are you going again? Uh, I think I was headed out to... <laughs> the old... Our old stomping grounds. Our old stomping grounds! Oh, our old stomping grounds in that state. Yeah. You know the one. The one up, <laughs> the one up north. That northern state. Yeah. Well, don't you worry, David. I know for a fact that flight's on time. So you're going to make it, buddy. Thank you, Darren. Thank you. Ding! As the the elevator doors roll back into a hallway uh, that has been carved out of the raw earth and is lit by torches on the wall. Um, I kick Darren in and I press the up button. (laughs) (laughs) What? 
What have you done to me? I don't have any urine. I... <laughs> the doors closed, and the ones down here. You need to roll for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let's let's roll it. Yes, that's a kick-ass thing. Because I wanted no, I wanted white. No, I wanted hope that he was gonna fail miserably and get. Seriously. <laughs> and the doors down here are glass. The doors down here are glass so you can see. The glass. I don't have any urine! I don't have any urine! <laughs> I never liked you, Darren. <laughs> this is terrible! I was being very open and honest with you! I deleted your phone number on purpose. The elevator starts rolling, slowly rolling up. I have abandonment issues! <laughs> Um, and then you, you just hear as it fades away, Damn you, David! Damn you! Um, and yeah, you, you go back up. It's actually much quicker going up than it is going down. Uh, and you manage to, you, you make it, you make it back up to the top. Uh, at this point, they're certainly not looking for a urine soaked individual in a robe. <laughs> so you don't fit the, fit that the was the idea. At all. I thought yeah. I'd have a disguise. <laughs> does his elevator work and our trains don't? Right! Because they need the reptoid elevator. Probably because I'm on this train. But you do you do uh, find that you go down uh, the steps to where the trains are and uh, there's a, there's nobody else here, obviously, because the security line sort of broke down after one of the employees was murdered. <laughs> um, but you see that the trains aren't running. They both say not in service on those uh, little LED windows. So, what are you going to do? Well, I have a feeling that I might be able to fix the trains. Oh, really? Oh, God. I... Suddenly in my hand <laughs> is my PhD in computer science that I forgot. I, I just happened to bring it it's along. In your car- yeah, it's in your carry-on. It's yeah, like, yeah. You pull it out. Ah, there we go. This and all the knowledge that it comes with. Exactly. <laughs> and tuck it back into your suitcase, <laughs> patting it with a satisfied and- smile of knowledge and competence on your face. And there happens to be a console mm-hmm. just next to the train. Oh yeah, much like in Fallout, the console <laughs> yeah. for controlling any device is immediately placed next to that device. Um, and you approach the uh, the monochromatic screen um, and it, uh, it asks you for a password. I start attempting a brute force entry. Alright. And this is going to take a while so I also turn my MP3 player on. Okay, so there that calls for first a, a mundane roll to turn on the MP3 player. Three, perfect. Uh, it comes on, and it is the it, it's the soundtrack from Hackers. Nice. So this is absolutely nice. the perfect music to do your brute force entry, which is going to be a kick-ass roll. Four. Unfortunately, that's a failure. Um, I have to check one thing. I don't know what a failure... All right. So there appears to be absolutely no consequence whatsoever for failing a kick-ass roll except for not succeeding. Uh, so you attempt your brute force entry, and hacker soundtrack aside, you just can't crack the code. Damn it. I'll have to try a backdoor. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, we cut to the tunnels. Um, Faith, uh, you hear in front of you uh, in the darkness as you're leading your pack of people who are now chanting, Flight attendant! Flight attendant! Flight attendant! Um... Behind you, you're trying to ignore that. Uh, you're trying to walk confidently uh, with. Uh, did you did you disband? Did I you took discard? off the heel, so I'm barefoot. Okay, so you're you're walking barefoot. You're trying to ignore how dirty this floor is, um, and you hear a, a thundering pounding of feet um, that that's like coming by you. You can't see because the tunnel is so dark. What do you do? I continue walking because I feel like. Um, it's just better to get to the the concourse than to stop and figure out what the pounding feet is. Okay. Um, and uh, in order to continue walking, of course, I'm going to need you to make a mundane roll. Fuck, seven. Seven. Uh, unfortunately not. Uh, you step directly on the back of a gigantic rat. Um, you scream and fall to the ground as the rat screams and also falls to the ground. Uh, it's it's injured. It tries to scurry off, but you broke one of its little rat legs. Aww. Okay, I, I, I keep the rat with me in my purse because I intend <laughs> to nurse him back to help. Because rats are very smart and they make good pets. And the um, people that I'm leading applaud my... Um... They do. They do indeed. <laughs> but in order to pick up that rat, it's going to take a mundane roll. Or you can try and find a badass way to pick up the rat if you're afraid that you're going to do mundane. Like, it's a 50-50 shot either way of That's success true. right now. Mm-hmm. Let it be known, internet, I don't want to kill the rat. Yes! Oh, no. fuck! It's, fuck! It's a 10. It's a 10. All right, so you reach towards the rat and it immediately bites you because you just stepped on it, you dummy. <laughs> now you're rat bitten. <laughs> Luckily, um, <laughs> I, um, luckily one of the people that I'm helping save is a, um, veterinarian and has a rabies shot with her. Stand back! I'm a veterinarian and I have a, several rat-sized rabies shots. Well, they, that's convenient. Yes, yes. So we'll be able to cure the rat of rabies or we can use them all on you. To cure you of rabies, should either of you have rabies? <laughs> what should we do, flight attendant? You give me the shot, because that rat's clearly a dick. All right. <laughs> now, normally, it's going to take uh, 11 shots, uh, you know, to cure somebody of rabies. Um, 11 shots in the stomach. But these are rat-sized shots, so it's going to take around 300 injections. <laughs> but we'll do it. Because you are our flight attendant, and you lead us to the flights. Awesome. All right, and those we, we return to those thundering footsteps, which are, of course, Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, carrying Lynette in his arms. Uh, and he comes up on the first concourse, Concourse A. Concourse A, this is it. This is Miami. This is where we'll go. But, Lynette, you know you need to go to Concourse C. What do you do? I've been talking to Dwayne about piano this time to take to just take up time and while we're walking through the dark. he has been listening. He has been listening. It's true. So I say, now, Dwayne, remember, it's 
All cows eat grass in the base cliff, okay? Can you remember that? All cows eat grass in the base cliff. That's right. Now, if you don't mind, I... What on earth is that? What? Over there? And then I bolt. Okay, so uh, this is gonna this is gonna call for a mundane roll uh, and a bad a- and a kick ass roll because not only are you distracting someone, which is mundane, but you're also trying to unnoticed leap out of his arms. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, mundane roll five. So yeah, you definitely succeed in the mundane roll, I believe. Okay, that's five there. Yeah. Um, you succeed in your mund, or is that six? That's six. That's six. So you fail in the mundane roll. Um, and does it's that dark. Be less than six? Oh yeah, it does. Never. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Figure out how to play your own damn system, James. Okay, well not my system, but uh, genius's system. Figure out how to play the stupid system. It's like one of the easiest things that's been on the show. Um, so you you succeed in your mundane roll. Now you have to succeed in your kick-ass roll. All right, I'm live like a cat. To be live. Ah! I am less live than I thought. So you sort of awkwardly sort of wiggle and roll, and he's like, Lynette, where did you go? My love. Come with me. I'll take you to Miami. I'll bring you to my palace of pianos. We can live together. You can be Lynette, Mrs. Lynette the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Johnson, you are a very nice man. You're clearly very attractive, but Florida is just murder on my hair. You can buzz your hair like me. <laughs> oh, Dwayne, if only it were that simple. <laughs> if only it were that simple, Dwayne. So we, we are meant to part at this time. This is goodbye. It is. But I will leave you with one last kiss and also a first one. And uh, now, in order to not fuck up this case, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna need to roll a mundane roll. Hey, kisses aren't mundane. They're absolutely mundane. <laughs> okay. You're, I didn't say you were kissing, but it's with the rock. Four. Okay, four. four. I yeah. Win. Uh, so you you stand up on your tippy toes, and he leans his massive rock height down. Um, you can actually hear his muscles ripple as he leans down. <laughs> He's just that huge, you guys. Um, <laughs> and uh, he he sweetly kisses you on the forehead as he is a gentleman. Oh. Um, and then he leaps up off of the tracks to the door and with one mighty fist slams them open uh, and gazes back at you longingly <laughs> before continuing on to make his fight. And you must now continue down the dark tunnel. We'll cut back to David, <laughs> who's looking for a back door. Yeah. I quickly realized that that's a Hollywood concept and not actually <laughs> relevant to hacking. And give up on this foolish mission to find a back door. All right, so you shut the terminal down. Yes, I shut the terminal down. And looking over, I notice an open window. Um, sure, yeah. One of, one of the train... So so you're, you're down in that area, DIA, where, where you're surrounded on either side by the trains. Uh, mm. So some of those glass window like one of them is damaged it's got uh it's got like some 
trash bags taped over it that say damaged the sign says damaged window please do not fuck with I fuck with it (laughs) (laughs) easily pull the trash bag aside with a mundane roll three yeah you easily tear the trash bag aside into one of the cavernous tunnels um uh, that that houses the trains that go between concourses at DIA, and I successfully lift myself up through the window. Well, into- to do that, you're either going to have to make a mundane roll or a badass roll. I'll go for a mundane roll or a kickass roll. Jesus Christ! Remember the terminology, James. <laughs> anyway, very good at this game. Ten. Ten. It is an utter failure. <laughs> um, you try and hop up onto like hop through the window, but you. Immediately bring your full weight down on the window sill, which is just really broken glass and wire. Uh, so you injure yourself. Oh, God! <laughs> this is the worst pain I've ever felt in my life! <laughs> Good! Pretty severe. It's nearly as bad as the pain of abandonment. <laughs> I about. kind of partially, maybe 50%, know how Darren feels now. <laughs> But you pick yourself up. Uh, you're bleeding, not profusely, but stylishly, you know. <laughs> um, and you make your way down the tunnel. Um, Faith, you lead your group of uh, of folks uh, to the concourse A. Um, and that, that, you you also are at C concourse, much like Lynette and David. So we're finding out. I really actually don't know what flights are serviced at uh, Concourse. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, so so that they come, you come to this first area. Now you know that you could probably break, continue to brave the tunnels and get down there. The problem is you'd have to pry open the doors again at the end, mm-hmm. or you could come out here um, and try and maneuver outside hmm. and go maybe even directly to your plane. Huh. You know what? Um, since now I'm the leader of all of these people. Absolutely. They, um, selflessly, selflessly, sorry. Selfishly. Selfishly. How do they? (laughs) They selflessly offer to carry me the rest of the way down that tunnel. Selfishly offer to carry me. And then, and then open the doors for me. So I'm not at all concerned. Many Um, of them are, yes, as you said, they selfishly offer to carry you. So (laughs) many of them are fighting for the honor. Of carrying I've, you. I've I've constructed somewhat of a human chariot of sorts, so okay. I could allow many of them yes, to... Yes, you've uh, given them... You, like, as you were walking down the tunnel on your iPad, you were sketching out uh, designs <laughs> for your human chariot. Um, and one of them saw it and was like, that is a great idea. Please let me be one of the cogs in your human chariot. And one of the others is like, oh no, please, me too, me too. Hey, no, I want to do it, I want to do it. And now they are ready to engage in mortal combat. Silence, subjects! So in order to command your subjects, that's a mundane role. Fuck. Or you can find a badass way to command your subjects. Isn't commanding my subjects inherently badass? Not for the leader of a cult. That's like every day. Um, okay. I... Pull out of my bag a whip. Mm-hmm. That you have. That, I that have. they let you have through security. <laughs> it's a good thing that you didn't go on that security line with that whip. Yeah. So I, I pull out my bull whip 
and um break the sound barrier with several harsh cracks. Oh yeah, yeah. The the so now roll roll your badass check. Your kick ass check. Eight. Perfect. Uh yeah, like like the thunder of many angry gods, your whip snap rings throughout the tunnels and brings silence to your subjects. Listen to me. The only way that we are going to make it to my flight <laughs> is if we all work together. Yes, yes, flight attendant. <laughs> now build the chariot. And one by one, they all add a piece to your human chariot. <laughs> and we continue down the and tunnel. you continue down the tunnel. Um, let's, let's go to Lynette. Lynette, you are wandering in the dark through the tunnels when you hear a strange clicking noise. God? Wait, would you say God? <laughs> I did. <laughs> No, not me, Lynette. That's something far more terrifying, probably. I don't know. That's your problem. Says the familiar voice of God. Do I hear this voice often? Occasionally. All right. I sing to myself because I'm nervous. All right. Uh, To do that, you're going to need to roll a mundane check. I... Succeed. Excellent. Uh, the song does not come out as an attracting call of clicks and whistles. Um, but instead, the Backstreet's Back by the Backstreet Boys. Um, <laughs> this is a song that comforts you and calms you. Backstreet's Back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the Backstreet Boys recently? Because they're magnificent. They're no. they've gotten exponentially higher in the middle since of the game. <laughs> I'm sorry, it needed to be said. Continue. Oh, I, I don't know the words. <laughs> so yeah, you're 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 like silently singing that song to yourself, um, and uh, you see a shadow move in front of you, roughly human sized. Hello? Is someone there? Um. Ollie, no, Ollie Oxen free? No answer. I walk faster. Okay. Um, we'll come back to that. David, you have, <laughs> you've injured yourself, but you're in the tunnel. You feel slightly bad about an- abandoning Darren in no, the cyclopes. <laughs> Darren was a dick. <laughs> You're gonna make. You're gonna stick with that story. All right. We've been over this. You slept with his husband, man. That's why he was looking for that I back door. Notice, noticing that I am wearing what appear to be mages' robes. Yes, I get it into my head that perhaps now I can cast magic. That's it for this week, heroes. You'll have to wait till our next episode to find out about the magic system that I designed for All Out of Bubblegum. I think it works for everyone is John too, and really any system that encourages random craziness. But again, that's a treat for later. 
I'd like to take this time to remind everyone that One Shot and its companion, Critical Success, are Peaches and Hot Sauce presentations. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, podcasts, and videos for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. My improv comedy podcast, The Overshare, is doing a best of episode this week, so if you've never listened to it before, it's a great time to jump in and hear some of our gems. If you're a comic book fan who enjoys obscure characters, then it's worth it to tune in just to hear my explanation of the Spectre. If you have questions, comments, or anything really, feel free to email the show at jamesdomatoismagic at gmail.com. I usually write back very quickly with lots to say. If you are a person who has emailed me about your own game system, don't worry. I am getting to it, and I definitely will have some comments back for you. I just haven't had time over the holidays. Finally, that music you hear right now swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure. See you next time, heroes. A castle in the rain.